At Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary, it is our privilege to partner with local churches both in the United States and around the world in training men for the gospel ministry. If your church supports CBTS with $200 a month and a commitment to pray for us, any student in your church can attend CBTS tuition-free. To learn more about how you can partner with us in providing informed scholarship with Pastoral Heart, visit cbtseminary.org. You are listening to Particular Pilgrims, Stories from Reformed Baptist History with Commentary. I'm your host, Ron Miller, pastor of Covenant Baptist Church of Clarksville, Tennessee, and a longtime student and collector of Particular Baptist History. We're on the Man of God Network, brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. If anyone today has heard of Benjamin Bedham, it is probably as a hymn writer, A few of his compositions are still in hymnals today. For example, in the Trinity Hymnal, Baptist edition, there are three of his selections, and there are two in the new Trinity Psalter Hymnal. One thing this writing of hymns for worship proves is that he believed congregational singing to be a part of God's public worship. His father John had also been of this school of thought, And so Benjamin wrote hundreds of songs, primarily for the purpose of reinforcing the sermon. They were meant to be sung after the preaching of the Word of God so the congregation could respond in faith to God for the truth they had just heard. The church in Burton also used Isaac Watts' psalms and hymns and others as well. But when a specific theme was needed for a sermon— Bedham wrote his own. This was a common practice by many at this time, but few did it with such variety and skill. At Baptist associational meetings, multiple hymns were often sung as part of the day's proceedings. In all cases, no instruments were used, and words would usually have to be read or lined out, as it was called, so people knew what to sing. I suspect some of these were of Bedham's composure. His hymnody was appreciated in his lifetime, and copies of individual works were sometimes taken down and passed around. Occasionally, a hymn book would include some of these, such as the 13 selections in the Bristol Baptist Collection of hymns compiled by several Baptist pastors. John Rippon's famous selection of hymns included 42 by Bedham, but it was not until 20 years after his death that a large quantity of them was gathered up and published. In 1818, an unknown editor collected 830 of his hymns in one volume. Robert Hall Jr. wrote an introduction, and it was quite popular, going through multiple editions. I have a copy of this first edition, and it's a very small but thick, pocket-sized edition that presumably was meant to be carried easily to worship. His hymns reflect his Reformed and Evangelical theology, or to say it another way, his 1689 confessionalism. At least one of these hymns has a poignant story attached to it. One Sunday, he preached from Psalm 3115, My times are in thy hand. 
he wrote the following hymn to be sung as a response to God's word, and it goes like this. My times of sorrow and of joy, great God, are in thy hand. My chief enjoyments come from thee and go at thy command. O Lord, should thou withhold them all, yet would I not repine. Before they were by me possessed, they were entirely thine. Nor would I drop a murmuring word if all the world were gone, but seek substantial happiness in thee and thee alone. What is the world with all its store? Tis but a bittersweet. When I attempt to pluck the rose, a pricking thorn I meet. Here perfect bliss can ne'er be found, the honey's mixed with gall, midst changing scenes and dying friends, be thou my all in all. That is not only moving poetry, but substantive and comforting truth, and Benjamin would need it. For the following day he would receive news that his son Benjamin had died in Edinburgh of a fever. If you find a Bedham hymn in your hymn book, there's a good chance it is his work entitled God in the Gospel of His Son. The first two lines extol the gospel in these words. God in the gospel of his Son makes his eternal counsels known. Tis here his richest mercy shines and truth is drawn in fairest lines. Here sinners of a humble frame may taste his grace and learn his name. Tis writ in characters of blood, severely just, immensely good. Again, Bedham's evangelical heart is on display, reflecting God's. He was a Baptist by conviction and so wrote hymns reflecting the biblical view of immersion and its significance. One that is sometimes still found in Baptist hymnals is called Buried Beneath the Yielding Wave. It begins this way. Buried beneath the yielding wave, the dear Redeemer lies. Faith views him in the watery grave and thence beholds him rise. Thus it becomes his saints today, their ardent zeal to express, and in the Lord's appointed way fulfill all righteousness. With joy we in his footsteps tread, and would his cause maintain, like him be numbered with the dead, and with him rise and reign. But Bedham was no bigot. He recognized true Christians in whatever church they belonged. So he could write the following hymn. Let party names no more the Christian world o'erspread. Gentile and Jew and bond and free are one in Christ their head. Among the saints on earth let mutual love be found, heirs of the same inheritance with mutual blessings crowned. Let bitterness and wrath be banished far away, though should in strictest friendship dwell who the same Lord obey. Thus will the church below resemble that above, where streams of endless pleasure flow, and every heart is love. But finally, let me read to you one of my very favorite hymns. 
it begins, Shout for the Blessed Jesus Reigns. And it is vintage Bedham. It centers on Christ. It references sovereign grace. It's wide in its hope and relates how redemption leads to obedience and praise. There is no hyper-Calvinism or antinomianism or narrow spirit here. The verses I'm about to read are his original production, which have been slightly altered in many modern hymnals. Shout, for the blessed Jesus reigns. Through distant lands his triumphs spread, and sinners freed from endless pains own him their Savior and their head. His sons and daughters from afar daily at Zion's gates arrive, Those who were dead in sin before by sovereign grace are made alive. Oppressors bow beneath his feet or come by his victorious power. Princes in humble posture wait and scorners tremble and adore. Gentiles and Jews shall him obey. Nations remote their offerings bring and unconstrained their homage pay to their exalted Lord and King. Oh, may his conquests still increase, and every foe his arm subdue, while angels celebrate his praise and saints his growing glories show. Loud hallelujahs to the Lamb from all below and all above. In lofty songs exalt his name, in songs as lasting as his love. Thank you for listening today. This is Ron the Baptist. Wishing you grace and peace. Thank you.